Blog Talk Radio. Good evening, everyone, around our beloved planet. Today is June 18th, 2014, and I want to welcome you all to Dr. Catherine May's Blog Talk Radio Program Channel Panel. Our Wednesday program is Dr. May, God, and Guests. I am your co-host tonight. My name is Meg Davis, and I am calling in from the greater Atlanta area in Georgia, and I want to welcome Dr. Catherine May. Hi, Catherine. Hi, Meg. Good How evening. lovely to hear your voice. <laughs> you as well. I like Good evening. You. <laughs> this is great. I'm so glad you could be here tonight. Oh, my pleasure indeed. So tonight, um, well, let's let's first give people a little um, heads up about how they can find these shows and. Well, our webmaster is in the Galapagos. <laughs> I wrote to him and I said, do you think you can post things while you're there? And I haven't heard back. So I guess that was the answer. <laughs> but anybody who can get to the Galapagos for work really ought to have some time <laughs> to enjoy it. <clears throat> so he'll be back soon and he'll um, go back to updating our website. In the meantime... In order to get on these shows, you know, sometimes the links that we send out mysteriously don't work. So people need to know that to get on to the show, all you need to do is log in, is, you know, on the Internet to blogtalkradio.com slash channel panel. And that will take you right to the list of upcoming shows, archived shows, and so on. The whole list is there. And you can find the show there easily. Um, you know, it might be handy to have a link, but sometimes the links don't work. I've never figured that one out because I go right to the page and I copy them. Gabriella puts them on Facebook, so it's always announced ahead of time, but sometimes it's mysteriously the wrong link. So until that's completely fixed, it's a good idea to know... It's Blog Talk Radio Channel Panel, uh, blogtalkradio.com, of course, slash channel panel. And you can find us. It's not that hard. <laughs> you can also find Facebook our Facebook page very easily. Um, and if you want, you can be you can sign up on Blog Talk as well, and get the announcement just before. The show is starting, and I think they put the link on that too. So there are many different ways you can find us. 
Also, if people want to be uh, want to get the messages when they first come out, um, rather than having to look the, look for them either Facebook or somewhere else, you can be on the email list. You just go to the website who needs light dot org dot org. Everybody, it is up and running. Who needs light dot org. And right there on the home page, there's a sign-up button. And you just go there, and it takes you to my email program. And that will, if you put your name on there, your email name on, the, on it, you will immediately get the messages the minute they come out. So when you see the banner with the, the rainbow colors on it, that's a message from one of the masters. And they've told me they're going to be giving me frequent messages these days. The last one was from Lady Portia, and that was last night. So I've had a very interesting time with Lady Portia, and she's going to come on the show tonight. And the more I talk to her, the closer we get. So I'm talking about this because this is how everyone can learn to get closer to your higher self. It really is who you are. Your higher self is you, is a part of you. And they also have the eagle eye view of your life and what's going on. So I sometimes check in with her, you know, and say, well, from what I can see, this would be a good idea, but can you see anything I can't see? (laughs) And she'll tell me. So it's very helpful. It's like having your sidekick, you know, right there all the time. So she wanted to write um, the message that we sent out last night as a big addition to the new way of seeing ourselves, of creating our new world, and it's about the rela- <coughs> excuse me the relationships be- between <coughs> excuse me the relationships between men and women and it's a really important topic one that we need to start talking about more because it's not enough that we just change all the economic systems and all the educational systems and um, the social systems and the religions. We have to change the way men and women relate to one another. So she gave us a sort of platform from which to think about it, discuss it. And I know that if you've read it, I bet you read it, Meg, I did. I had a good laugh. That was a great message. (laughs) I have to admit, I had the funniest um, image come up with a dear friend who's 80 who said, when I got mad at my husband, I triple starched his shorts. And I just thought, there is, there you go. There that it is. is that power behind the <laughs> mm-hmm. behind the relationships. I just laughed. So Literally. I appreci- I, yes, I appreciated her message and had a good laugh. So it was wonderful. 
Good message. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, I hope it'll help people start talking to one another. You know, but I was in the store today, in the stationery store, buying a little thing, and the owner said to her employee, that sounds great coming from a man. And I went, oh, my gosh, there it is. There it is. Mm-hmm. She's the owner of the place, and he was being very helpful and really considerate and doing stuff on his own and, you know, pretty good for a man. <laughs> oh, boy. She's turning the tables. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so it's still out there. So it's something we need to really think deeply and carefully about because there are these little corners in your psyche where these things get lodged. And then one day you'll hear yourself say something and go, wait a minute, where did that come from? So we really have to examine every corner of our thinking. So let's see, I had another. Oh, I'm going to Toronto tonight. Or tomorrow morning, actually. Um, And I have to go without Gabriella because we've had a big snarl with immigration. And she can't leave the country and, and be assured that she'll be able to come back. So we're filling out forms and, you know, dealing with the one more remnant of the cabal so these a lot of you know these institutions are still in place so they're going to have to be dismantled little by little and as far as i'm concerned the um, immigration system can't come down too soon oh i imagine so all our love and light to gabriella for a very fast resolution to all of that mm, thank you yes everyone please send us a big blast a big light yes to help just bring down the barriers and we'll go sailing across the borders anytime we want <clears throat> because i am going to toronto this weekend we planned it um because we thought you know, we were going to have all the paperwork done and everything in place. Not not happening. So we had to make alternative plans. But our good friends, Michael and Lonnie, are going to be there. They were at the Montreal workshop, and they're going to be there to help me. So they're going to have to help do the pillar of light like Gabriella does Actually, maybe she can do it from home. <laughs> She'll be I on the line. Gabriella could do that pillar anywhere in the world. <laughs> mm-hmm. So we'll have her maybe on speakerphone so she can be part of the group too. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah, she's here. Mm-hmm. So I think that's all our announcements. Um, this weekend, Toronto, we're thinking about New Mexico in July, the first weekend in July, um, to go to the area near Los Alamos and clear away the last of the dark remnants there. And apparently there is a pyramid there. 
talked to someone yesterday who lives there, and she said Ashtar, I believe, told her that there was a, a pyramid mm. right there next to her house. Mm. So, under the ground. So, I think we're going to go there if we can manage the scheduling. So, we've got some exciting trips planned. And tonight, we're going to hear from Sananda and Lady Portia, and I think St. Germain. And we were joking a little while ago about, I wonder if I can channel Lady Portia and St. Germain at the same time. (laughs) As Catherine. (laughs) Yes. I I may not try that on the air, but it might be a fun thing to do. (laughs) So... Uh, I think Sananda would like to come first. He's, <laughs> when we were having this trouble today, we actually drove all the way to Albany. We just got home a little while ago to try to find someone in the immigration office to talk to. Well, we find, finally did find someone who would talk to us, but he was like a security guard. <laughs> he couldn't do anything to really help, but he did give us some information. So, anyway, we just came home, um, and on the way, and the way back, Sananda plays, we are the world, we are the children, all all over and over again. And it feels like I'm on hold, you know, and the music is playing. Heaven's hold button. Yeah. (laughs) And he does that to reassure us. You know, that they're with us, that they're helping, that they know we're doing something difficult and they're supporting us. Hmm. So it's really nice when they do that. Yes. And then St. Germain came on the way home, too, and said he wants to talk tonight. So we'll see what they all have to say. This is a very fun lineup tonight, Catherine. Yeah, we often have little shifts and, you know, different combinations. makes it kind of fun. Mm-hmm. And I like to just let them decide who's coming, you know, because they always have some interesting way of working it out. So, um, also I wanted to let people know that I, we can do some questions at the end. I'm hoping that the channeling won't take too long so that we'll have time for some questions. Very good. So I'm going to check out and let Sananda come through. Very good, Catherine. We'll let you get settled, have a sip of water, and take a couple of nice deep breaths. I know Sananda's not far away if he's been singing in your ear all day. Sananda, are you with us? Welcome. Yes, dear. Hello. This is Sananda. And greetings, everyone. It is a beautiful day in the Northern Hemisphere. In upstate New York, it was a sunny day. And we were planting some vegetables in the garden earlier. 
well, I can't say I helped too much except to give my blessing to the vegetables that will grow lush, beautiful tomatoes and peppers and cucumbers for the folks that live here. Now, I have something to tell you. And I like it. I like to wait a little bit so I'm sure that Catherine is sort of well into a kind of uh, reverie. She watches the images that I give and the sound of my voice. She enjoys doing that and I just sort of take over and I'm able to use her her brain to to come up with the language and the vocabulary and so on. So I sort of search the memory banks and the language banks to find the words that I want. And it's fairly easy because we have a nice rhythm going. And this is one of the one of the reasons that we have enjoyed using Catherine as a channel because she has a very large vocabulary and she's very willing to share. (laughs) And so, as you know, I asked her to be the one who would channel the new scriptures. And it was a very successful project. It came out exactly as I wanted it. And we have been doing these channeling sessions, the healing shows, and and now I'm coming on her Wednesday night shows quite frequently. And we discussed it in the council and decided that I would ask Catherine to be the official voice of Sananda, or the one you call Sananda Jesus, so that you can be sure that if you're receiving messages from me, they will be accurate and clear. And I always check them over. Catherine always asks me to go over the messages with her and make sure they're exactly as I wanted them. She's a very good editor, so if there are any... So she knows where to put in the commas and the periods and the paragraphs and so on. And that, for that, we must rely on the channel, you know. We don't actually have access to the computer to write it ourselves. And so we have to rely on the channel. So the fact that Catherine was trained as a writer makes it very convenient for us. So we know that it's going to come out the way we wanted it. And so we've asked that Catherine accept the designation of being the official voice of Sananda. She was anyway, of course, but we wanted to make it a formal arrangement. There are a couple of reasons for this. It tells the world that we have great faith in the one who is channeling. And it also gives us the privilege of saying 
because it is a mutual agreement. It gives us us the privilege of saying, well, tonight at 3 a.m., we'd like to give you a message. Would you take it for us, please? And she has never said no. And so this means we have an exclusive with our channel, which is a very nice arrangement. And so this is why we have asked Catherine to be the voice of Sananda, Jesus. Now, there are some others that I work with. They generally title their works as Jesus or as uh, Yeshua. So you will know that those are other channels that I've agreed to work with. But when I give out a message that I know will be lasting and is something that we want to have published that Catherine will agree to do it. And she's going to get some help to do the the compiling and production so that all of these things can be put into books and can be made into e-books. And so all of these channelings and all of the work that I've done is going to be in book form and in um, in e-book form so it will be available around the world. And the time is coming when that will be become more acceptable. People are still very reluctant, you know. People who are religious cringe when they read. Well, I was married and Mary Magdalene was my wife and we had children and and so on. And I did not come to start a new religion. People gasp and their hearts palpitate and it challenges everything they've believed in. Those who have studied the Bible long and hard for me to say, well, there are quite a few things in the Bible that are not very accurate and then there are and there are many more that were left out well researchers know this it's not new people have been saying it for years now well since the dead sea scrolls were discovered about 60 years ago so it's not new but still people cling to what they know and what they understand and what makes them feel good And so it's going to be challenging to ask people to re-examine the Bible and find the things in it that really are true and not worry about the others. There are some good stories in there, some that are very true. But those that are completely true are rare. There's always a kind of shading that was added Um, innuendo, suggestions, hints. You know, parables can be twisted many different ways. And so there are are often um, indications in in the scriptures of a kind of arrogance that people feel when they claim to be the one and only religion. 
And when they insist that I am God's one and only son, well, that's a terrible idea, really, because it means it leaves out all of you. Now, I certainly would not have come here to preach. You're all second after me, and forget it, you're never going to make the grade. That is not what I came here to teach at all. In fact, I wanted people to know that we are all God's children, equal in God's eyes. I'm not his favorite. Everyone is his favorite. Everyone. So, yes, you are made in the image of God. And you are the son or daughter of God, just as I am, equally as I am. So I am not your Lord in the sense that, you know, medieval lords owned all the property and made everybody do what they wanted. It is an honorary title that people give us those of us in the company of heaven who have have worked together for millions and billions of years. But it is not a title which implies any kind of ascendancy or superiority or power. We gain individual personal power in our beings by the work that we do. It's really very simple. If you want to be a master, an ascended master, you can be. You work toward it. Everyone does it the same way. You raise your vibration. You do good work. You test yourself. You work hard. You reach deeply into your heart. So if you want to be a master, hold yourself to a different standard. Don't hear yourself saying, well, everybody does that. And, oh, I'm just having a bad day. And, well, I can't help it. A master does not do that. A master says, I can help it. I can do better. And I will. I vow to myself, I will not think negative thoughts. I will not behave badly toward anyone. I will not allow myself to feel things like jealousy or revenge because I know deep in my heart that they don't work. It leaves everyone with a bad taste in their mouth. It leaves everyone feeling terrible. To perpetuate an argument creates bad feelings. And it taints the atmosphere. People who are grouchy, for instance. Have you ever worked with someone who was just grouchy all the time? They would walk into the office and everybody would go, oh, no, here comes Sam. 
or here's Judy, she's in a bad mood today. And it's as if the lights dim in the room. Now, a master will find a way to turn the lights back up, not get into it with Sam or Judy, not argue with them about how unpleasant they are, but rather jolly them out of it or find a way to distract them, encourage them to feel better. Often, you know, people behave that way because they really want attention. Probably most of the time, that's what it is. People get grouchy and grumpy and out of sorts and mean because they really want attention. And they feel that they haven't been given their fair share of love. Well, here you are. You know how to give love. You know how to create a loving environment. You know how to say to someone, how are you doing? Are you okay? Is there anything I can do? Would you like for me to get you a cup of coffee? Have you planned your lunch yet? How are things? How is your grandchild? How is your sister doing? You will see the atmosphere change immediately. Even, well, I've seen situations where the supposedly grumpy, grouchy tyrant, as soon as a an employee asked her, how are you feeling? Is your sister all right? She burst into tears. She was just fighting back the tears. And as soon as she was able to tell people that she was very worried about someone she loved, then the whole atmosphere in the entire office changed. And this one quiet young woman was able to turn around to literally change the life of her employer by showing kindness. And her employer started to change and little by little became a considerate, thoughtful person. People can learn. That is the mark of a master. Someone who takes charge and who insists it is possible to change the atmosphere. It's possible to change people's minds about how they want to behave. And there is an also a, um, a sidebar. There's an old saying, you know, what you oppose, you strengthen. It's very true in these kinds of situations. If you object and complain and 
oppose the person who is behaving badly, they're likely to put up the walls and get very entrenched and defensive and and cling to their position even harder. And there you are, feeling really frustrated. So, most of you know how to dance. You've seen a tango. It's a wonderful dance, isn't it? It's all about lunging forward and falling back and spinning around and dipping and bowing. Well, sometimes that's what you have to do. It's not all forward motion. In fact, lots of it's moving backwards and then a little forward and then to the side. And that's how you change the environment. Learn to be a good dancer. And if you keep that image in your mind, when you're dealing with someone who's difficult, you're going to be very surprised how easy it gets. Now, that was my little lesson for today. And the purpose of it is to help you once more to examine the things that you've been taught. Here's the best way to solve a problem. Tell people what your complaint is. Well, maybe. Maybe there's another way in the back door. Of course, if you know that you're doing a good job at work and you need a raise and you have good reason for why you should have that raise and so on, well, of course, you need to speak up. But that's a different case. That's speaking your own mind and asking for what you deserve. The situations we're talking about are those where someone is very entrenched and having a bad day. Now, if that person who's entrenched and having a bad day is yourself, use the same strategies. Fall back. Look at it. There's another image that comes to mind, you know, when you watch football. The the quarterback doesn't grab the ball and run. He falls back. He scans. He looks for the right place, measures it, and then he throws. That's what you need to learn in your relationships. It's not all forge ahead and break down the door or break through the line. (laughs) Sometimes it's put out a blast of love and see what happens. Watch how happy your family will become if you just beam on them. Just beam love on them. And the crankiness will just turn into chuckles. Well, that's my hint for today. It's about, it follows a bit on what Lady Portia was talking about in her message. 
you need to be very cognizant about your relationships, about the impact that you have on other people. And most of all, you need to learn to be very empathic. Can you read other people's emotions? Can you feel what they feel? If you do, you will rarely find yourself feeling resentful or angry. You will see. You will probably even see that the worst ones, the ones who are angriest and most frustrated, are the ones who are suffering even more than you. And you will feel compassion. Allow it in yourself. It is an endless well, a fountain of love that's available to you at all times. Open your hearts and let the love pour in. Open your crown chakra and feel the energy. Feel the presence of your higher self. Now, your higher self is not some mysterious, invisible, uh, ethereal, wispy presence. Your higher self is as present as you are, just on the other side of the veil, right there, ready to talk to you. Now you need to practice being very aware. Some of you have practiced the visual centering videos. They're very good at helping you learn to be centered and balanced. And when you're balanced in that place in the center of your brain, it's not actually your brain that you're feeling. It's your soul connection, the connection to your higher self. So you must walk through the door and be present there in the center of your brain. And when you do that, you can reach to make contact with your higher self. It's like a built-in cell connection. And you can talk to your higher self anytime. All the time. The more you do, the more you're aware and you put out the signal, okay, I'm scanning, I'd like to talk to my higher self. Oops, there you are. (laughs) Just bumped into you. And your higher self will say, I've been here all along. I was just waiting for you to call on me. But I can't answer the line unless you call. So, Put in the call. Ask for your connection. 
and you will feel such pleasure. Today, when I was sending my song, I watched little Noev, who is five. Her mother and Catherine were asking her, you know the one you talk to all the time? When did you first discover her? She said, oh, she's always been there. Forever. And they said, well, how come you never mentioned? You never mentioned her name. No way I've said her name was Destiny. And they said, well, Noev said, she's shy. She didn't talk about herself very much. She was afraid that people might laugh at her. So Noev didn't tell people that she was talking to her higher self all the time. And she said, well, she's always there. She sends love to me. She always sends love to me, whether I'm feeling happy or I'm sad or I'm angry. She always sends love to me, and she makes me happy. Now, wouldn't it be wonderful if everyone was so connected to their higher self? If a five-year-old can do it, so can you. Maybe some of you were talked out of it before you were five. Maybe you didn't have people saying, oh, that's very nice. Maybe they would have said something to ridicule you. Well, now it doesn't matter. This is your higher self, and you're entitled to enjoy your relationship. And it doesn't matter what other people think or whether they enjoy the relationship with their higher self or not. Maybe they'll learn. But for you, it can be a great pleasure. Like Noev, you can have a friend who will send love to you all the time. When you're happy, when you're sad, when you're angry, when it's a good day, no matter what you're doing, your higher self will send love to you and make you feel good. So open your heart, open your mind, and let the connection be complete. Many of you saw the movie Avatar, didn't you? There was a very clever uh, trick that they showed in that movie where the one who climbed on a dragon had to literally plug in to the dragon. And you would see their, their hair connection or their, you know, make a connection with the dragon's like an umbilical cord. And they connected umbilical cords and the wires literally 
intertwined and made a connection. That's how it is with your higher self. You have an umbilical cord. You only need to acknowledge it. So, that's our happy news for today. I hope you will use this exercise that I've given you. I hope you will remember to think of it ten times a day. Remind yourself. Oh, I forgot to keep my line open to my higher self. And the more you do that, the more it will become such a sense of ease and pleasure that you are one. And then you gain in wisdom, you gain in perspective, and you gain in strength. And there will never be a day that is so bad that you can't stand it. No matter what. Give it a try. It's a pleasure being here talking with you. And I know that we have other guest speakers here who are eager to come and talk with you. Lady Portia will speak. And you'll notice, if you read the message last night, You'll notice Lady Portia Portia is the kind of um, philosophical, psychological expert that Catherine is. It works both ways, you know. You learn things from your higher self, but everything you do to become wiser, more knowledgeable, also becomes the possession of your higher self. It's a very lovely relationship. The more you do to raise your vibration, to complete your lessons, to challenge yourself, I will say that you can raise the bar for yourselves to the point where you can ask yourself for perfection. Now, this is the kind of perfection that you would see, for instance, if you're watching the Olympic skating and once in a while there is someone who gets a 10. And when it's uh, pairs dancing or couples skating and they're able to complete their performance with a perfect score, it is a thrilling experience. Now, this doesn't mean that there is perfection in every area of their lives, but they are working for perfection. You can do that. It does not mean you should feel bad if you don't get there. Not at all. You should feel very proud of yourself for trying. It's a wonderful exercise to say to yourself, I am going to be the best I can be. 
and keep trying. And the more you try, the better you feel about yourself. For good reason. It's a very courageous thing to do. It's also the way a master learns. And so all of you, beloved masters, set your bar high. And when you succeed, celebrate, congratulate yourself. And if you don't succeed, have a have a little saying for yourself like, oh, well, tomorrow's another day. I'll get another chance. That's how you learn. And never, never, never resort to what they call beating up on yourself. Never, never, never indulge in anything of the kind. That is the corrosive dark, predatory instinct that was installed, instilled by the cabal. It's like the snake eating his own tail. It makes no sense at all. So I'll leave you on that note. Banish that behavior from your repertoire and you will indeed have a happy life I promise you and so I wish you all the most beautiful day afternoon, evening night I send you my endless love I am your Sananda Namaste all Namaste. Namaste, Sananda. Thank you so much for your message. Hmm. Welcome, Catherine. Mm, hi. Hi. <laughs> wow, there was such a full message. He gave lots of different points. It was very interesting. Very interesting. I, I love had the an part. Hmm. Tell me. I loved when he said, put out a blast of love. I just imagined what that would be like if we, before we entered a room, before we made a phone call, as we're driving to work, as we're opening the door, just blast the whole building with love, what an amazing day I would have, we would have. just puts a smile on my face thinking, they don't even know what's coming. Right. (laughs) It's me with all my love left. They don't stand a chance. (laughs) (laughs) And um, I love the idea. Just every time we, I just imagine just driving to work and, Opening the door, as soon as I put my hand on the doorknob, just to blast the room in front. What a what a fun thing to focus on. Oh, that's great. I'm going to do that all day tomorrow. <laughs> just remember, every time you 
you go to another room. <laughs> Just blast it. <laughs> Maybe we'll pick colors, and you can pick your color of the of the blast and the and the sparkles and the love and rainbows and just like Noev would do, just rainbows everywhere. <laughs> I've been doing pink to go with the um, golden white light. Mm. Some like pink around the edges for the pillar of light. But you can also, you know, you're of course, protecting yourself, but that's not all a pillar of light is for. It's also for sending out blasts. So that sounds like a really good idea. (laughs) Yes. I also loved his beautiful point. He walked a lovely line when he said at the end, set the bar high, set the bar for perfection, which is such a personal question for everyone Mm -hmm. and don't get discouraged wake up again the next day and I was reminded of the comment you said if you say mean things to yourself you cannot call yourself a loving person and (laughs) it reminded me of that how he said do not dip into any of that just get up set your bar go again in love and keep going, the master's walk. And that's such an important message when you use the word perfection to also not go the other way, to keep just keep going and don't, don't say those words to yourself. Just keep being encouraging. It was, it was a lovely line that he walked. I was, I was grateful for that. Hmm. Thank you for these little synopses. It's really nice for me to hear. And I'm sure for everybody else, it helps it stick. Because mm. we all fall into that trap. Mm-hmm. We'll try something, and we'll judge ourselves, usually harshly, and then we get down on ourselves, and we either give up or we just say mean things, and then we don't try again. I've, all, you know, I've felt that myself. And if we could set the bar high, try, pat ourselves on the back, celebrate, get up, keep going. I would have a different experience. So I thank you, Sananda. Mm-hmm. That was a, a lovely, encouraging message. Mm-hmm. Yes, thank you, Sananda. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, it's really fun having him come so frequently these days. He's been really um, present and helpful and encouraging. And the healing shows have just been great. He's so, uh, when he does the healing shows and does that, you know, toward the end of the show when he's talking, you said last week you were in a a love <laughs> trance. I was. I was. I said I'm so glad you didn't make me say anything. I don't know if I could. I was just. As happy as I could be, but glad I didn't have to speak. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's how he is all the time. So that's our goal, is to be like Sananda. Mm -hmm. Just loving and happy and joyful, tender, 
and using our empathic muscle, mm. trying to connect with others. It was lovely. It's a beautiful mm. story of how quickly we can change an environment and by connecting with others. It was a lovely picture he drew. Mm-hmm. Nice. Mm-hmm. Um, lately, our friend Kier, who is unbelievable on the computer, has been transcribing all these calls and posting them on Facebook. So we have the written transcript of all of these channelings as well, which is new. We didn't used to have the you know, transcripts of all these shows. So this is a wonderful, wonderful gift that she's giving us. So for people who like to save the written message, she's really good at it, and she puts them there on Facebook, and they can, you know, you can copy them, copy and paste, and have your own copy. So that's another special benefit recently. And she's been posting them. She sends them to Gabriella, so... I don't even have to, you know, we don't even have to get the website involved and um, cataloging and keeping track. They're automatically um, put on a, on the list of um, entries. There's a special word for it, you know, on Facebook. But they're in the archives on Facebook. So this is a wonderful service that she's providing, too. So along with the archives of the voice messages, there are also the written ones. But of course it's wonderful to listen because you can really hear Sananda when you listen to the archives. Yes. And for those who don't know the Facebook page, I'll just say that name for people. Mm -hmm. Um, There's two Facebook pages. One is Healing for Ascension Tour where you get the latest information from Gabriella and Catherine's messages before they're even on the website. And then if you'd like to become more involved personally and share information between each other, which is very fun. I really enjoy interacting with with people that follow um, these messages, is Healing for Ascension Tour Group. And mm-hmm. it's a lovely, high, high vibration interaction with all of us so supportive and lovingly interacting and encouraging and cheering and and um, involved in each other's lives in a way that's very powerful. And that's where Kira does her amazing messages and posts them. She's outstanding and very generous. Mm-hmm. Find them there. Mm-hmm. So thank you, Kira. We really appreciate mm-hmm. it. Yes, very much. The, the, it's so, so interesting, the... Um, group page has become just such a wonderful resource for people. Um, someone wrote the other day, Tony said he's not going to be here after the RV and he won't be there for a resource. So I said, well, why don't you help each other? You know, there are 8,000 people here and everyone who's so many people who are well educated about what's happening and will be very helpful, so it's a tremendous resource. And you can also, you know, call in or 
log in and say, I live in Kansas, you know, in a town, and ask if there's anybody else in your town mm-hmm. that you can connect with. That was the original purpose for the group page, and it's really working well that way. So this is why we're heading for Toronto, because, you know, people have organized and said, okay, we're all here. We want to be there. Come. Mm. So here we go. You know, a lot of it comes out of the the Facebook interactions. So we find out who's where and what they're doing, and and they organize. So it's really fun. Yes, it is. Very fun. Okay, so Lady Portia wants to come through, and I she didn't tell me what she wanted to talk about. But she probably wants to talk about something I'd want to talk about anyway. <laughs> <laughs> That's fun how it works that way, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> well, this is fun. We haven't had Lady Portia. Uh, do you remember channeling Lady Portia on a call before, Catherine? Has she been here with us? Has she? Oh, Ladies' Night. That's right. Yes, Ladies' Night. That's right. right. Thank you, Gabriella. And she's done a message before or two. Very good. So we'll welcome a a newer voice, and that'll be very fun. All right. I guess, I don't know, I guess I have to step aside. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you tell us when you get back what it felt like. (laughs) Okay. Okay, great. Okay, good, Catherine. All right. So all right. we'll just give Catherine a second. I'm sure that's not going to be long at all, just like St. Germain. She's right there with her. So just a couple of deep breaths and and uh, centering. And I'm sure she'll be right here. Welcome, beloved Portia. Greetings, beloved Meg. Oh, welcome. <laughs> we are so glad to have you tonight. <laughs> Thank you. And greetings, beloved children. Now I call you children because you're all children, really. God's children. Experimenting, just learning, working so hard. There's a lot about life on planet Earth that is like childhood because you're always trying new things. You know, when you're one, you have to try to learn how to walk. And if you know any one-year-olds you and you watch them, they really work at it. They practice. They are so... When they manage to put three steps together, they cheer and shriek and laugh. This is how life should be. This is how the rest of life should be. Because you're faced with new challenges every day. You learn to ride a a bicycle. And you learn to tie your shoes. And then you learn to drive a car. And you learn to do mathematics and so on. But each one of those challenges is really like what happens every day. Every day there's a new version of learning to tie your shoes, a new version of learning a new language, of learning to think in a different way, 
of learning to examine your feelings. Sananda, his message was so powerful and so beautiful because it reminds us we're here to learn. And it is work, but humans love to work. They love to challenge themselves. Why else would we have Olympic Games? Because people love to try to push themselves to the highest level they can reach. And it doesn't matter whether you're learning to tie your shoes or you're learning to pole vault. It's the same. If you watch a child concentrating, making the effort to figure out how to get that loop off your thumb and onto the other finger, watching a child do that is a wonderful thing. This is how we look upon you. Every time you try something new, you walk into the kitchen and you say, I'm going to make something really delicious and healthy tonight. We look upon you with such pleasure and love because we love to see you experiment. We love to see you stretch Every day you're trying something new, whether you're trying to dive off a high board or you're trying to negotiate to get someone to understand. You have a project you want to complete. You want people to help you. It's all the same. It's stretching. It's moving. It's raising yourselves. Every time you face a challenge with grace, you are elevating yourself. And it doesn't even matter whether you succeed. The main thing is that you give it the effort. And that you watch over yourself in the process the way we watch over you with love, with compassion, with understanding, and especially with appreciation. Because as you increase the level of difficulty of the things that you're trying to do, we acknowledge that. And it's appropriate, isn't it? You'd be very bored if you stayed in first grade your whole life. Once you've learned to tie your shoes, you don't have to go back. It's really a marvelous process. And like they say, it's like riding a bike. Once you learn, you always know. And so you move on. You try skiing or skydiving or swimming or any number of wonderful things that humans can do. Every day, there is a challenge for you. For some, it might be you've had an injury 
and you have to recover. You have to dig deep. When you've had a serious problem, a serious health problem, and you have to learn how to overcome it, you have to raise yourself and keep your sights on health and keep your spirits high in spite of pain is a real challenge. And many have experienced that. You're really just learning. Samanda's calls are wonderful this way. You're just learning how to heal yourself. You're just learning that you can take charge of your health the same way you take charge of your mood. Your moods belong to you. Your body belongs to you. It is for you to improve it, to help it, to flow, to ease all the systems in your body so that they are moving in synchrony and the oxygen's flowing and the blood is flowing, everything working together in harmony. You create that in your own body or you create disharmony and if you're doing what Sananda was describing if you're disapproving of yourself or you're or you're beating up on yourself which is the most hideous idea there was a a sect in the Middle East that used to I think they probably still do it take whips and they walk through the streets whipping themselves until they bleed and it's a terrible thing it's supposed to bring people closer to God how on earth could that bring anyone closer to God you know how hard it is to be loving and feeling that joyful expansive feeling that you have when you're connected to God how could you feel that if you're whipping yourself but that's what you do to yourselves beloved ones you may not have a whip and your back may not be bleeding but it's the same so like Sananda said leave that behind Put that into the old trunk and pack it up. Send it off to hmm, the museum where they can put it on display as what not to do if you want to have a happy life. So I will underline what Sananda said with my own examples And I'll also add, you know, some of you have read the message from last night. Actually, we worked on it for quite a while. I hope you feel, when you read it, that it was an effort to be thoughtful 
to be comprehensive and understanding and a little humorous here and there because it really helps to not to get so bogged down in disapproving of what used to be that you become maudlin about it. We do have to look at things. We have to see where we've been. We have to understand in great depth what this darkness was, where it came from, why we suffered from it, what purpose did it serve, and what can we learn from all of that. Well, of course, one of the best lessons from all of that is how sturdy you really are. Heaven's just a life on earth where you survive is a triumph. If you manage to have some nice times and make some friends and create something along the way, well, bravo. But mainly, the work is raising yourself. So this process of being a child of God is just that, a process, and it's all about being a child of God. And that means to try to elevate ourselves to be like God. Because after all, you're made in the image of God. It is true. And of course, we don't mean your hair color or your stature. We mean your internal being. Your inclination to be loving, kind, present for those around you. That is truly being a master. And when you're able to expand that, as we were talking about last night in the message, when you're able to walk into a room and send that blast of love to everyone unconditionally, men, women, children, everyone, That is the master. That is the triumph. And that is what leads to your ascension. So, ascension is something that you're already doing. It is something you have already accomplished. And as you've been told, ascension is always an ongoing process. All of us are working on ascending all the time. Just as a flower reaches for the sun, just as a tree grows a new ring every year, just as children want to go from tying their shoes to 
climbing a tree. We are all growing, expanding, reaching. It is not something that you will suddenly be gifted with or something that you will suddenly leap out of the situation you're in right now and be somewhere else. It does feel that way if you acknowledge how far you've come. You will feel yourselves do that. But when you look around, there still is the world around you, and you're still here, as Tom so aptly said, the cleanup crew. You're finishing. And these days of finishing, dear ones, are precious. You will learn things this week, next week, that you never believed were possible for you. You will raise yourselves every once in a while, but if you do, just pick yourself up, brush yourself off, like they say, and say, oh well, there's more. I'll get another chance. Let's go on. It is a thrilling time to be alive, to be here. Have no regrets. Live your lives so that you have no regrets. I challenge you to do that. Live every day, every hour, so that you have no regrets. That is my challenge to you, beloved ones, and my fondest wish that all may finish this last lifetime in lower dimensions with a feeling well done well done I'm glad I came if you can do that it is a triumph and so beloved masters I wish you wonderful happiness joy pleasures fun, much laughter. Namaste. And I will turn the floor over shortly to our beloved St. Germain. But let's let Catherine have a little stretch. Her arms are falling asleep. (laughs) Namaste. Namaste, Lady Portia. Nice to end on a good laughter. <laughs> oh, I heard her say that. I am, uh, yeah. <laughs> Move your arms around, Catherine. I'm just falling asleep, <laughs> holding the phone. 
It sounded like she was smiling the whole message. She has a big she has a big grin. I can she can <laughs> broadcast that so easily through her voice. This is fun. <laughs> <laughs> she had lovely things to say. It was a beautiful message to follow Sananda's. So encouraging and uplifting and so nice to hear people letting us off the hook. It is really a long overdue message. <laughs> Just stop doing it, all of it. It was great. And oh, it was such a, off the hook. Yeah, yeah. Off the hook. And and I loved when she said, Just living life alone is a triumph. Just if you end your life with a few friends, a job well done, yay. Consider it right. a success. Right. Just surviving it is a big triumph. Yes, and how sturdy we made it. It was just wonderful. And, and I loved how she reinforced Ananda's message. We're hearing that more and more about let's, it's important to look at where we've been, look how the dark formed, where it came from, what we can learn from it, and mm-hmm. make different choices. It was It's such a... Thir- such a consistent message lately and don't be afraid let's learn we're in a different place we're surrounded by the tsunami of love it's okay to look we're safe and let's see if we can send up some understanding to our higher selves to join with the all that is and make this journey here worthwhile if we can send that knowledge and learn from it and and um yeah well i remember years ago when i I don't know if this is um, a light bulb, but when I suddenly remember saying to myself, oh, my gosh, whatever I learn here, I get to take with me. Mm. None of it's wasted. Every Mm. single thing you do, every single thing you learn, every accomplishment, you get to take with you. It's mm. not true you can't take it with you. You can take everything that's important with you, including mm. your friends. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> mm. So I feel St. Germain's presence. They're not... They're making these messages rather short, so we'll have some time, I think, to answer some questions. That will be very fun for the people with their hands up. All right. We don't do a whole lot of questions, but so far we don't have a lot. But let's see what St. Germain has to say. Maybe he will just answer all the questions. (laughs) Very good. (laughs) All right. So move your arms around and get comfortable. So no falling asleep. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) All right. Wonderful. So we'll just give Catherine a little bridge. Take a nice deep breath. And St. Germain is hot on Lady Portia's heels, I am sure. Welcome, beloved St. Germain. Greetings, beloved master. Oh, yes. (laughs) Hot on Lady Portia's heels. That's an interesting image. She is pretty fast on her feet. 
(laughs) (laughs) We do love to dance, you know. The waltz especially is one of my favorites. You know, we, we dance in the upper dimensions as well. We do lots of things that you do, only it's easier for us. It's much easier to waltz when you're weightless or nearly weightless. <laughs> That's what you all have to look forward to. Well, I just have a short message tonight. I just wanted to say hello to everyone and check in with my beloved friends. It has been a difficult time. I'm glad to see you all here. The energies are rising. The group is coalescing. The love is palpable. What a pleasure. What a pleasure to feel this. And to hear your your laughter, your amusement, and especially, dear Meg, your wonderful comments. I can hardly wait to hear what you have to say about what I just said. You make it sound so good. <laughs> so I'll count on you to make whatever I happen to come up with today sound really important. (laughs) Of course, I'm teasing. Everything we do is important. I think that's what Sananda and Lady Portia were saying. Everything we all do is important. Every word is important. Every day is important. Every challenge you overcome, every challenge you don't overcome, the times you blow it, the times you triumph, it's all important. Every moment of every day is important. This is the life of a master. Some call it mindfulness. Consciousness, awareness, being awake. It is the stuff that a beautiful life is made of. For there is nothing more thrilling than to truly know the people around you, than to truly appreciate and experience who they are in their hearts. And along the way, you will learn who you are. Now, it's not egotistical, you know, to be fascinated with who you are. And I don't mean um, your past lives and the titles you held any more than I mean your present life and the titles you held. What I do mean are those moments, those small moments where you said something kind or loving from your heart to another person. Those moments when you reached out, when you were able to be generous 
in spite of the fact that you might be having a bad day. Think of those times. Think how miraculous that is, how wonderful that is, that we can learn, that we can evolve, that we can gain in wisdom. You know, there are there are ascended masters and there are ascended ascended masters and there are, you know, all the way up to the source. All of us are working to raise our consciousness. All of us are ascending every day. Some days you move a little faster than others. But we're all in the process. And it's not just you and I. It's not just humankind. It's the entire multiverse. The whales are ascending. The dolphins. The birds. Your pet cat. And your dog. All are ascending. And you can see it, you know, when you go to the Internet and you watch these videos people make of their children and their pets and their friends and there's there are people doing amazing things and animals doing amazing things animals who can laugh who jump on a trampoline kittens and birds rolling around playing with each other a mouse and a cat, best friends. All of those things, you can see it. Everyone is evolving. Everyone is raising their vibration. How is it that there are so many cross-species relationships now? The most unlikely ones. A turtle and a pig. Who would have thought but everyone's heart is opening. The, the baby chimp and its mother. The children and their parents. The barriers are dropping. What a thrill it is. Those of you who say nothing is happening... Ah, beloved ones, you must not be looking. Everything is happening. And you expect, of course, from me to talk about the money. Well, it is finally moving. You've heard the news from Iraq. Iraq, of course, is the first domino. It could not be done without a certain amount of stability and and a few honest people in charge. It had to be done. It has taken a while. It hasn't been easy to create some kind of order out of chaos there. But they are making progress. And so it will be that you will receive your blessings.
And it will be the beginning of a leap in your ascension. Because it will challenge everyone to be generous and resourceful and creative. Because you're not just going to be throwing money around. You're going to be finding the most brilliant, the most intuitive ways to organize with others. You will find others of like mind who want to help fund a project to bring water to an area that's suffering. Science is moving ahead as well. There are discoveries being made. It's easier now to find where the water resources are. And now that the weather is not being monkeyed with and controlled as it was by the harp system, have you noticed? Harp is dying. It is being dismantled as we speak. You will no longer have to worry about drought in one area of your country while the other half is drowning. There will be some, of course, there will be some, uh, a little bit of upheaval because Mother Earth is rearranging herself, but that will be nothing compared to the engineered disasters that you have seen on the planet in the last 20 years. All of it made worse by the powers that were. No more. You are not going to be seeing tsunamis that were created in a laboratory or on someone's blackboard. You're not going to be seeing the wonderful technologies that are God's gifts being turned against you. There are very sophisticated technologies that have been discovered in your uh, European and um, American secret underground facilities all will be restored to the people. There are a few holdouts still, but they're dwindling fast. They're leaving the ship. And when the RV comes, which is very soon, you know last time I told you it was a breath away, it's now a half a breath away. There will be no holding on to the old systems. It's all going to go down like dominoes, as they say. And from what used to be will grow. The new ways of governing, the new ways of relating to one another that are already in place, already to be implemented. Many have already happened. The uh, Basel III 
banking rules. Many of the systems that have already been put in place will simply be more effective and will be will come to the fore. You're seeing it. You're seeing it now. There's no promotion of the good things that are happening. You know, the media is still under the impression that if they can come up with a disaster story or, you know, a tragedy, that everybody will be more interested. It's it's the way they've been trained. It's the way it has been handled. It's the way the cabal kept their hold. But read between the lines, beloved ones, and soon there are going to be plenty of newscasters who are going to discover that nobody's going to stop them from telling the real news. It's all coming. So raise your hearts, raise your vibrations, raise your glass. It is a new day coming. And I am delighted to be here sharing it with you. I, too, send my love. Lady Portia and I send our love blast together. Hold on to your seats. Here we go. We're sending you a big blast of love. And now we want you to pass it on. (laughs) We send you endless love. And we blow kisses to all of you. Namaste. I am your Saint Germain. Namaste, Saint Germain. Thank you so much for your love blast. We take it. (laughs) And that kiss reminds me of the Lawrence Welk show, that old show where they all bent over and just blew you a kiss out to the TV land. So I imagine St. Germain just, here you Uh, uh, go. (laughs) I saw them blowing kisses, (laughs) holding hands. Oh, how lovely. Hmm. Thank you, Catherine. That was wonderful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, let's see. There are still a few questions. Yes? Very good. Yes, this is about three. Would you like to open up and see what's on their mind? Sure. Very good. Okay. Uh, we'll go. The one who's been oh. waiting the longest. Yeah, well, let's get one almost at an hour. We'll open up this one. All mm-hmm. right, area code 786, ending in 8304. Just your name and where you're calling from. Welcome. Hi. Well, thank you. Um, I'm calling. My name is Samantha, and I'm calling from Miami. Welcome. Can you say your first name again? Samantha. 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 Mm-hmm. Do you have a question, Samantha? Well, um... I just wanted to ask what um, the Ascended Masters or Spirit has to say to me. For all of us. 
all of us. What they have to say to all of you, uh, I think they just said it. <laughs> they send their endless love. Um, I bet you're new, Samantha. Is this uh, your first time? No, I've called before. Uh-huh. I, one time previously. Well, is so, there any messages in particular that um, would pertain to me? Well, our policy here is we don't actually answer personal questions generally. Um, it would be very difficult for us to do that with so many people. So mostly the messages we do here are general, but if you listen carefully, it's always um, aimed at the group of people who are here. So if you go back and listen to the messages, you're going to find the message that is for you. Because it's a very um, challenging, important time, and their messages are designed to help lift you, to help give you the tools to ascend, to move ahead, no matter what's going on in your life. So I do talk to people individually, but but generally on the call we keep it. Um, we ask that people keep the questions to something that applies to everyone. Does that make sense to you? Yes, it does completely. Okay. All right. Well, Samantha, thanks for calling. Well, thank you. Okay. Unless you have, unless you want to form your question in a way that would would yes. apply to others. I think so. I've been wondering, I've been seeing a lot of deaths, I mean deaths as of late, and I was wondering is that a bigger sign that something bigger is coming soon? A lot of deaths? Yeah, like people passing away, and uh-huh. I mean, I, I was just really curious about that. Well, Usually we decide before we come here what our, you know, how long our life will be and what we want to accomplish. So people who are leaving now are usually, you know, people who had it in their contract that they would be the ones that would be leaving at this time. And those who are leaving go to higher dimensions. So they're ascending. They're just leaving their body behind and ascending. What we're trying to accomplish here is that we're going to ascend and keep our bodies with us. But either way, you get to ascend. Yes. So it's all good. <laughs> and, you know, the people who are leaving now, I'm assuming it's just because they've decided it's their time. Yes. Does that help? It was. Yes, it does. I just thought maybe it was, besides that, if there was a greater meaning behind that, but that explained everything that I wondered, I wondered about. Hmm, okay. Well, we can't, sometimes we can't know all the reasons, you know, that people leave, but we will find out. We're going yes. to learn all of this pretty soon. 
So thanks for your question, Samantha. Thank you, Thank so you much. Samantha. Okay, I'll go ahead and close your line. Thank you very much. All right, we'll close that one, and let's go ahead and take the next one on hold. I'm going to open up area code 831, ending in 0077. Your name and where you're calling from. Hi, this is Karen. I'm calling from Carmel, California, and I I really don't have a question right now. I'm just feeling immense gratitude for the exquisitely beautiful and divine messages and the soothing, comforting voice with which you deliver it. I'm very appreciative. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Oh, thank you, Karen. Thank you. Yeah, that's very nice of you. And you come back again. (laughs) I I, I certainly will. I certainly will. Press follow. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Karen. Thanks, All Karen. Right. Every All Wednesday, Wednesday mm-hmm. 8 o'clock, and Sundays at 2, Eastern Time. So that was 831, right? If Karen, if you will press 1 on your phone, it will take your hand down. I see it didn't... Good. Uh, Thank you. There it the went. name didn't stick there. Okay. okay. Good. Okay, All right. let's go on to area code... 520, ending in 0288. Your name and where you're calling from. Hello, hello, hello. This is Cynthia in Tucson. Hi, hello, Cynthia. Hello, Catherine. Hi. Hi, 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 sweetie. Um, well, I just wanted to mention, this. I, have, I just want to make one statement and then, then I do kind of have a question um, that... Uh, Tony has mentioned, I listen to him all the time and I read his tweets and I don't know mm-hmm. other people that have expressed what they expressed on the, or to you or on Facebook, but he has mentioned that, you know, he has three other websites where he will be able, he will be available to people. Ah, uh, I see. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. He's not going away and he wants to, you know, meet with as many people as possible. He's going to tour the United States and make those announcements on his other uh, websites. And uh, so just so people can, you know, don't get upset, don't become afraid, he's going to be around to help. Thank you. That was was a really good message, Cynthia. Thank you. Can you you go on our Facebook page and... Yes, I have. Would you like me to put his... um, uh huh. His other addresses on there. His uh, his uh, other web addresses. Sure, I'd be I'd be delighted. That would be great. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now. Thanks. Okay. Okay. So, I guess I remember a time when we were just going to walk to the ships and come back. You know, yeah. thirty years younger and perfectly healthy and all this. And now it seems like that's kind of changed. <laughs> I mean, I heard it. I mean. You know Tom. You know Tom from if you Freedom Club. He was telling us like telling us that like three years ago, or maybe even four years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and uh, and that's all good. It's, you know, it's wonderful. Uh, in the meantime, I still uh, try to do things for my health that I that I I would have done anyway. And right. it's not like I'm doing things, but <clears throat> oh god, I hate to go here because I. I but you know, it's been kind of like a, a struggle with my mom being sick, and then her now she's doing way better, and 
You know, All right. Way, way she getting younger? Uh, well, you know what? Her black hair is coming back. See, it is yeah. happening. Yeah. Well, Are you getting I'm younger? Not, my black hair is not coming back yet. <laughs> huh? <laughs> I, want, oh. I want mine to come back. You know what? See, I, I've always had that issue, and I don't want to go into a lot of personal stuff, but <laughs> translating the love to myself has always been difficult. But we, we can move on here because I've already, I've already started to kind of deal with that, and I always Good. remember the words you told me, choose love. Whenever I make a decision for my, especially for myself, mm-hmm. but and thank God, Catherine, you have been, you, you know, from. How can I say this? From, you know, my my therapist in California got me going, in the right direction, and helped me heal a lot, and that was great. Mm-hmm. But it also, at the same time, I know I was doing God's work and doing my own soul work and. And, uh, you know, not only did I grow uh, emotionally healthier, but I also became, my, my, I was healing my soul. You know, I was going back oh. in there with remorse and doing all these great things for whatever I did in the past lives, blah, blah, blah. <clears throat> and trying to nurture other things that had happened and, and in this present life, too. Okay, so then I left, and then I came here to Arizona, and I kind of just kind of left that alone and, so I have missed not having someone that I have the confidence in to that I really can hear. And you've been the next step, whether it's been on the calls or just when I listen to you, how you respond to other people. You have been the next step in, in filling my heart with, um, with lots of love and what else? Lots of love. Oh, <laughs> That's wonderful. Lots of love. Yeah. Oh, well, lots of love to you. Yeah. One, yeah. One day, hopefully, we will actually get to meet in person. <laughs> sure. Well, sure. we're going to be coming around, so catch us okay. in one of our weekends. Okay, so, sweetie, so our plan now, I mean, Dr. Catherine May. Our That's plan okay. Now you is... can call me sweetie. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> Is to we have to do everything. Uh, well, besides learn the, the uh, you know what what's on your website, uh, but also um, to get healthier. And mm-hmm. I, so I just needed to get that perfectly clear. And here's, am I hearing right that we have partially ascended? So if we put out our intention and take the proper steps, that it might happen quicker than if we were doing it 30 years ago? Absolutely. Okay. Yes, definitely. We're getting lots of help from this powerful energy. Good. Okay, great, great, oh. great. Well, that, see, that's good. That's really good to know because then I, I feel like I will have some more success with healing some of the things that need to be healed in my body. But you know what? I know I'm going to live... I'm. <laughs> My poor body. I know I'm going to live through this one. I'm not going, and I want to be awake if I do die. I want to be awake about it. I don't want to be all drugged out. uh, You've got a lot of kick still. So (laughs) (laughs) So just keep working at it. 
I'm going to okay. do on the on the healing call on Sunday. Uh-huh. I'm going to suggest to people that they learn how to work with the White Brotherhood and get their own healing team because oh, cool. it is very effective and very helpful. So tune in then. We're going to talk about how to have your own your own medical team and uh, healers that can really help you to heal yourself. Great. Great. I haven't missed one of your calls except last week. Our house was divided, or was it Saturday? Oh. Um, our house was divided, and I listened to the other team, and I was very sh- shocked. But you know what? Maybe I'll just write you a personal email. I was very yeah. shocked. I mean, just I, I, I just like oh, <laughs> I'm just shocked. So, right. Well, um, well yeah. we I'll write you an email. Okay, we're keeping okay, the vibe high here. Okay. Yeah. Thank All you right. for calling, Thanks. Cynthia. <laughs> Thank okay, you. we're going to move on, sweetie. Right. <laughs> so long. <laughs> okay, let's go ahead right, and let's... move on to area code 503, ending in 2517. Welcome. Hi, this is Cynthia Rose, another Cynthia from Oregon. Oh. Hi, Cynthia. <laughs> And numerous times I've been on the calls, and, of course, I finally got on a call, and I was like one of the first ones to get in the queue, and that's the time Catherine goes, let's take somebody in the middle. And I just went, (laughs) damn. Oh, darn. (laughs) started laughing, going, am I ever going to get on? So one of the things I'd like to say today is, Meg is a wonderful addition. Yes. She has changed the whole feel of the calls. For me, it's she's there for everyone, and I just want to relay to Meg and to you, I think it's a wonderful transition that has occurred. Mm-hmm. And here I finally get to ask a question, and I don't have one. <laughs> right? Pardon? So I'll I'll remember your phone number, five oh three and next time I see you come up with a question I'll make sure we <laughs> We're gonna go to her first, Cynthia. Don't you worry. Well I just well thank you, Meg, and for coming aboard and it for me it's greatly appreciated and has put a whole different feel to the calls. Cynthia, thank you so much. Thank you, and I agree. I'm having a good time with Meg here. (laughs) Oh, good. All right, Cynthia, thanks so much for calling. Oh, you're welcome. So I'll quit flopping my lips, so if there's somebody else in line, they get to get their question answered. Thanks. Bye-bye. Oh, one thing, Meg, I'm going to take on what you said. Before you walk into a building, the burst of love, yes, I'm going to work on doing that every time. Great one there. Let's mm-hmm. do it. Just Every time our hand is on a knob, we're just going to yes. send it right through the knob to the room and just watch the laughter begin. <laughs> yes. Terrific. Yeah. Love to both of you and Wonderful. everyone in your life. Thank you. Oh, thank you. You're welcome. Bye-bye. All right. right. Catherine, we can keep going with a few calls, yes? Mm -hmm. 
Good. All right, we're going to go uh, to area code eight zero five, ending in three four three three. Welcome. Mm-hmm. Hello, this is Christy from Ohio, California. Hi, Christy. And Christy. Hi. Um, a couple of calls back, and I think it was um, I think the guy was Tom, maybe was the mm-hmm. um, co-host on that. Um, and I'm not sure which master was speaking, but the concept of a rearranging of souls came up. Where oh, yes. And that, that stuck with me, and I've been kind of watching for, <laughs> for people's changing, um, uh, for changes that might show up in people. And um, and then I've noticed, too, in, in kind of keeping that in the in the back of my mind that I would, I, if in the past I'd have an aversion to somebody, that that shifted, and now there was an opening, and a, and I'd keep going into my heart space to see is is it okay for me to just a positive experience now to move forward and with this person, and open up the door again that kind of thing, and mm-hmm. so I'm thinking that it's related to to that concept that was brought up in that call. And I'm wondering if somebody you might be able to expand oh. on that or. It is a very interesting, mysterious process. Um, It seems that this whole soul business is much more fluid than we imagined. You know, we're used to one body for a lifetime, and so we just figured it was one soul for a lifetime. But apparently that's not the case at all, Um, especially if you're working hard and you're you came here for a particular project or you uh, you wanted to learn a particular expertise, you can have help from a walk-in or a soul partner for a while. You know, they can come in and help you out and then move on. Um, some people come as a soul project. Uh, I was just told this week that I was a soul project. <laughs> I didn't figure out exactly <laughs> who that was or how it worked, but I know that there were times in my life when I got a huge burst of energy, and I later found out that it was when one of the aspects of my soul group passed on, and I got another facet of energy so we're building you know maybe this is the answer to Samantha's question earlier too the people who are leaving maybe they're like turning over their soul energy to the ones who are still here Mm. could be so We'll find out all the details when we get there, you know, to the when we have access to the Akashic Record at any time we want. But you can feel it happening. You can feel the people around you getting stronger or shifting in interesting ways. Doesn't mean everyone is going to suddenly be, you know, the love of your life, but... Hopefully, some shifts are are happening. And it should, the effect, 
always should be that when you regain uh, an aspect of yourself that's been out learning things with someone else in someone else's body and they come back, you get stronger, wiser. Um, If you've had an aspect that was of another soul group with you and they have helped you along and then they go back to their um, energy source, you shouldn't feel depleted. It would be, you know, the work is done, it helps you raise yourself up, and now they move on. So it's a very interesting process. We've been told, you know, that St. Germain is um, helping out the Pope. And I like Mm -hmm. watching the pictures because I can see the pictures when... (laughs) The sparkle comes through, you know, in his eyes. You can see Saint Germain. How's he going? <laughs> so, and then that also was around the same time that the um, angels were coming in too to help release mm-hmm. some of the dark energies. Right. Teams of angels. We're getting a so lot. It's, fair, it's possibly fair to say that those who had harmed us in the past that it's okay to possibly open up as long as I go into my heart space and check with my heart space? Yes, with caution. Of course, someone who's harmed you in the past, you know, um, maybe they're ready to apologize. If they don't seem to have any understanding of what happened or any more empathy than they had before, probably not such a good bet to get too close. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Give them time. I mean, forgiveness doesn't have Mm -hmm. to be right up close. (laughs) (laughs) Depends on the person and how serious it was. Mm -hmm. Okay, but um, I think in this conversation, or during this call, you might have said, something about listening to your inner guidance. Absolutely. And in the best place, I think, from other calls was to go inside your heart space and check in with Mm -hmm. the heart. Much the head. Okay. And you feel your way. If anything about it feels bad, back off. Mm. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I think people get so enthusiastic about being forgiving and and making everything right. It's not your job to make sure every relationship is wonderful, you know, or has a perfect resolution. Sometimes the other person isn't willing, and we have to just accept that because everyone's on their own path. They're going to find their own way. So if it was a disaster before, and the person doesn't show a real sense of understanding that, you know, maybe there's something they need to talk about or something they need to understand more. Well, there are a lot of nice people out there. You know, spend your time with the people that really love you. And send the person a big blast and see how they respond. You'll know. Yes. 
Okay. Thank you. <laughs> okay. Thank you. Thanks for calling, Christy. Right. So long, Christy. All right. Okay, let's move on to area code seven three four, ending in five six zero three. Welcome. Hi, how are you? My name is Janet, and I am from Plymouth, Michigan. Welcome, Janet. Hi. And I, I, I love you, and um, you've been very helpful uh, in what you do, and I just Thanks. love your site and everything. I'm, I'm new to all of you know your site and things, but um, hmm. I, want a, I have a question about uh, President. Um, Obama, um, I know that he's been placed here um, to help us and to and he's being protected and that, and he's changing things. And I know a lot of people are really down on him for how he's doing things. I totally understand it. But I'm wondering about the next president. Um, I, I can't imagine somebody else coming in and taking everything away or undoing Oh, no, that's not going to be allowed to be happening. Uh Uh-uh. Yeah, I didn't think it would be, but I'm just kind of curious. I mean, will we know, you know, the light workers and and all of us know uh, with our heart who the next one will be? I mean, well, we, we can have ask. You know, I'm sure Sananda and Saint Germain and Lady Portia and all of them are working with whoever's going to be the next one. So mm-hmm. we'll know when the time comes. Right mm-hmm. now, send him a send Obama a big love blast because he sure needs it. This has yeah. been one rough ride, you know. No, he probably the least appreciated man on the planet. Yeah. Yeah, my heart goes out to him, and I do pray for him. And, um, I mean, I know there's no accidents, I don't think, really anymore. Is there, I mean, as far as the next president coming in? um, No, you can feel it happening. I mean, there's still time. But you can feel the the shift. Mm -hmm. Guys who were making fools of themselves are getting more... More extreme, and look what's happened. I mean, Eric Cantor just lost his job. He was the one who was, you know, like their big star. Yeah, mm-hmm. and he's been unseated by a Tea Party guy. So the more extreme they get, the more they're fighting amongst themselves. They're going right, to take right. We don't even have to worry. Yeah, you know the the ones who were the meanest and had the most awful programs, you know, to deprive everybody Mm -hmm. of everything in the Mm -hmm. name of, um, you know, good financial management. (laughs) Right, right, right. They're disappearing. Yeah, I I, I definitely feel the shift. I mean, especially really powerful in the last couple of months, especially with my business. And, I mean, things are just, floodgates are opening finally. (laughs) Oh, good for you. Oh, that's good to hear. And knowing, the knowing and manifesting and living in the now, I mean, I I just so, so feel it. And and I'm so, so thrilled that there's been finally a break (laughs) for us. (laughs) Great. Well, thanks for the good news. All right. Well, uh, I love you and... um, 
thank you for your your time and um and thank you for your Thanks. answers. Thanks. Bye bye. Bye bye. All right, let's take one more. Well, these All folks right, have been see. on for a long time. I see a 27-minute one. Does that sound good? Yeah. All right. We're going to open up the line for area code 239, ending in 6562. Oop, let me get that one open. Okay, you're open. Bye-bye. Hello. Area you're code on the 239, air. ending in 6562. Oh, they're listening to their computer. Yeah. Okay. And that doesn't work. All right. Let's go ahead. 239. We're going to have to close your line. All right. Let's see. Let's do this one down here. 434? Yes. Okay. Area code 434, ending in 3895. Hello? Yes. Yes. Hello. Go ahead. Are you there? Your name and your where you're calling from. Four three four. You had four, your hand three, up. Four three four three eight nine five. Okay. We heard you say hello. We heard you say hello. <laughs> okay. Okay. Oh. All right. And there. When people are listening, if you're listening to your computer, there is a about a half a minute delay. So if you have your hand raised, stay by the phone, because otherwise you're not going to know we're calling on you. All right, so let's do this last one, 573. All right, area code 573, ending in 3106. Hello. Welcome. Welcome. I knew you were going to pick me. <laughs> well, tell us your name and where you're calling from, lucky last caller. I'm Yvette, and I am from Missouri. Welcome. Hi, Yvette, you said? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Do you have a question for us, Yvette? Yeah, do you see me um, moving out of state pretty soon? Or? Uh, well, you know, we we always tell people we, we don't... Um, we don't do personal messages here, but I see you flying. Flying? <laughs> 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 your life is just going to take off. Because as long as you're curious and happy and you keep your vibes high, that's what's going to happen. Yes, I try my hardest. I mean, I try my very hardest. Well, make sure you mix in some laughter there. Yeah, I so do. I'm... While you're trying, you still keep your sense of humor. <laughs> right. So you do see my life taken off. Yes. Yeah. I mean, you have you have really good energy. Thank you. So it's going to happen. Are you a, are you it's going to happen for all of us. If you keep yes. your energy high and you're just moving along one step at a time, you know, uh-huh. put your foot one foot in front of the other and keep your eyes to the skies, it's going to happen. We are manifesting things faster and faster. Yes. I have been I have been 
I just have very high goals, and where I'm at right now, I'm not liking it, but I keep my, I'm grateful and the rest of it. Well, as long as you stay grateful and keep your high goals, keep them out there and keep envisioning success. Just yeah. keep seeing it happen. Keep envisioning you yourself already there. And Are it you happens. A psychic? Yeah, Are sure. Uh-huh. Okay. But do you see me ever remarrying? <laughs> I can't tell you those answers on this show. But you know, I do do personal calls, but but not on the show. Sorry. Oh, okay. <laughs> so, but you do see my life taking off. Of course, so yes. Keep that trajectory been, going, and you can't go wrong. Yeah, I just I have been trying to put things in order, like you said, taking it one step at a time. I'm going to give my boyfriend an option. If he wants to come with me, fine. If he doesn't, that's fine, too. I'm not going to keep living where I don't want to live. Yeah, good. Yeah, and if sometimes wants, you have to, you know, if he wants go, go where your heart tells you. Well, a part of me wants to live by my granddaughter, and another part wants to be in Arizona. Oh, that's a hard one. <laughs> okay, well, listen to your heart. Talk to your higher self. Like we were talking about hear? earlier, talk with your higher self. Go out, sit by a tree, lean up against a tree, and talk to your higher self. Just what I like do. conversation here. And ask those questions of your higher self. Okay, so stand by a tree and hold a tree and do it? Yeah, or sit down, right, put your back up against the tree and just let your heart rate go down and nice, quiet, peaceful, barefoot is best. Mm -hmm. And just let yourself envision. Let yourself envision where you want to be, what you want to see yourself doing, how you're feeling in that vision and this is for everybody too when you have a goal you must keep envisioning it you have to keep putting yourself in that place where you want to be and seeing yourself doing it and when you do that it happens it comes the more you do it the faster you go so if I picture myself winning the lottery, scratching it off, <laughs> I'm getting here. <laughs> I think that's a special case. <laughs> I'm not sure that's included in the manifesting thing, but maybe. I don't know. <laughs> Certainly abundance. Just, see, that's, I think that's why it doesn't work, because that's a specific thing you're asking for. If you just ask for abundance, then you get a check in the mail that you didn't know was coming. You know, oh, this it's, is awesome. Yeah. It's, it's different. It, they will sometimes give you something better than what you asked for or different. If, if I ask for abundance, right? Abundance. See yourself happy with plenty. And do you see my I, health improving? Yeah. Oh, Better health, so awesome. plenty of love in your life, people around you that you 
just love being with. Picture all the good things you want, and it will happen. You know, my little daughter-in-law, she uh, and my sons, they're very, if somebody says anything negative, they're the type of people that will just hang up. You know what I'm saying? But she had, she had told me that to picture a vault and go in my private vault every day and pull money out and put it in my pocket. <laughs> That's cute. And yeah. she said, it works. She said, believe me, it works. Mm-hmm. It does. It, because you're picturing, you know, don't be too specific about the money. Just be, feel the abundance. It's like there's plenty you have plenty. Yeah. You don't have to worry about it. It's there. That's and why that's a nice people, image. It's just it's there for you. It's just waiting for you. You just have to pick it up. I am so happy because I mean I have been like you know, well you know you're a reader. You know what positions I've been in, and I don't <laughs> want to start, talk about them because I want to put them behind me. That's but right. I want to be happy and. I wouldn't mind my boyfriend being a part of my life, but if he's not willing, I'm not willing to mm-hmm. waste any more time. You know what I mean? But I will sure. start asking for Well, good I luck. I will start asking Thank you, and God bless you, and yeah. I'm so happy I talked to you. Okay. Thanks for calling. You too. All right. Bye-bye. Be- All right. We're going to move on because it's getting late. And I have to leave for Toronto in the morning, so that's right. Still have to pack. <laughs> Luckily, you've got two amazing people waiting to welcome you there. Oh, that, yes, they're going to be fun. Yes, oh, Mark and um, I mean Mike and Lonnie. Mm-hmm. And Lonnie. Well, thank you, Catherine, for a wonderful call tonight. It's been just a, a wonderful, uplifting message. I, I didn't mention Annette, whose house we're going to be at her retreat center it's called it's all about you and it's north of toronto in king city so that's where we'll be this weekend are you calling all people near toronto to come and take advantage of that and in-person visit as a person who has has been with Catherine over a long weekend. I can't say enough about the transforming experience. It's uh, your life will never be the same, and the friends you meet will be forever. So, if you're anywhere near, I can get there. Uh, do it. It'll it'll be worth it. Well, we we have plenty of space in the um, Friday night group and Sunday the healing sessions. Mm. The visual centering is more than full. So. Um, we can't add anybody there, but but the other events have we can handle more people. So wonderful! I hope it's a wonderful weekend. It'll be over the solstice, so you'll Thanks. get some extra special energy. Oh, that's right! The solstice mm-hmm. celebrate over there. Yeah. Okay. Well, thank you, Meg, and thanks everybody. We love hearing your calls, too. It's really fun to talk to people in person. So I'm going to put the music back on and say good night. Good night, everyone. Good night, Catherine. Hear you again on Sunday. Meg, you can do it on Sunday, too? Absolutely. All right. We're on. We see everybody on Sunday, too. Mm -hmm. 
<laughs> okay, good night, everybody. Until the next time. <laughs>